Hey there, welcome to the Kitchen Sink Podcast. I'm Camille, and this is the podcast for women that want to create a dream kitchen without stress and costing a fortune. If you like no fluff, tell it like it is remodeling advice from a cabinet maker with over 30 years experience, then you are in the right place. I am so glad you're here. Let's dive in. She said out loud, it's a kitchen system. And I agreed. I was like, yeah, it's a kitchen system. If you're just joining me, this was a quote from one of our recent members who just had like a major light bulb moment happen to her inside our group when she realized that the seven things that I'm always mentioning that should be in every single kitchen that solve 90% of the functionality problems. She's like, oh my God, like that's a system. And like, I get it. Now I understand, right? So I wanted to talk about, talk a little bit in this episode about, um, you know, what is a kitchen system, right? And, and what is my process and why is it so different from what everybody else does? And by everybody, I mean other contractors, other, other cabinet makers. So my kitchen system is called DFIO, Designed from the Inside Out. And that comes after many, many years of watching uh, my competitors, of course, they used to be my bosses, right? They used to be the people that I worked with. Um, watch them bid a job, watch them quote unquote design a job. And after watching that over and over and over again, hundreds of hundreds of times, um, you know, maybe within the first like 20 kitchens I saw, I could see there was a real problem, <laughs> right? It was certainly a problem for me. Um, because they were basically just doing things by the numbers. They were just walking into a job site, barely listening to the woman in the background. She's like to them, right? Like Charlie Brown. And all they were doing was, was just pulling out their pad, asking maybe a couple of questions around what do you want it to quote unquote look like, right? What do you want the outside to look like? And she would rattle off a bunch of stuff and he would act like he's kind of writing it down. He'd be like, okay, white kitchen, check. Doors here, check, um, whatever. And then he would immediately go into just measuring the space, right? Length times width and calculating where he can pack the most amount of cabinetry in, right? Maybe make it a little bit symmetrical. And that was the extent of it, Okay. But I could see that there was really no actual thought about how the kitchen was being used, right? That thought like never crossed his mind. I can tell that question never crossed his mind, still does not cross his mind, right? He's not thinking, how is she using her kitchen? That question is not happening to him or her typically. Um, So that's your job. That's your job to know as the homeowner, how you use your kitchen. And so I recognized pretty quickly that when I, even I was working for other people that there needed to be a better way. And so over the years, when I eventually created my own company, um, you know, I knew I didn't like the way that other people were doing it. I didn't just care about the outside, right? I didn't just care about the fronts and the color. I really wanted to get deeper. I really wanted to figure out like what makes a good kitchen work? What does that even mean, right? For the regular person, the regular family, so over a period of years, I, I started paying attention to what we did for the very like more expensive jobs, right? The $30,000 cabinet job, the $50,000 cabinet job. What was going into that kitchen that made it 
work better, right? It wasn't just size. It wasn't just because it was bigger. It was more than that. So I started to notice that, well, they were using better quality material. They were using better quality hardware. They were using special slides that hold 150 pounds. They were using better drawer boxes. They were using better hinges. They were obviously putting a lot more gadgets in, but really the things that started to work were only a few things. And I started to notice that a lot of the other stuff just didn't really work very well. Like lazy Susans, they don't work at all. Appliance garages, they don't work at all. Like uh, spice pullout drawers, they don't work at all. They're expensive. They look like they're working, but they don't really work when you have a better alternative. So that started a journey for me where I started really trying to dive down, dive deep into if I was going to help my, my clients now my, with my own company, what could the average family afford that's going to really have the biggest bang for the buck? And so I eventually came up with my seven things, which you will hear me talk about, uh, but it's how you use the seven things, right? It's not just the seven things, but it's how you use the seven features. And so I ended up creating my own process called DFIO design from the inside out, right? So I'm not paying so much attention to the outside, the outside color and the door style, because that is actually the easiest part to figure out. I'm more immediately jumping into how can I figure out how to improve the functionality here? Because I already know typically the functionality is super low, like 10% functional, 15% functional, maybe 20%. And I want to get it to be like 90% functional. What's it going to take to make that shift, right? So I came up with a four-step process that um, I walk women through in my program. And I used it with thousands of women, you know, in real life. And so I'm going to walk you through what those four steps are. And, and hoping that that can convince you to take a little bit of time on your own and your own remodel and, and think differently about it, right? So the first step, step one of four is the assessment stage. This is what we call our kitchen assessment that we do inside our program. We have a downloadable workbook that you can get called the Dream Kitchen Starter Guide. And in, inside of it has the pantry edit and the kitchen edit where we walk you through how to assess what you have, basically. Now you're going to have more stuff than you typically use, okay? And that's okay. That's, that's pretty typical. Mostly that's because your cabinets are bad and, and they don't, they don't help you organize it very well. So don't worry, don't worry about if you feel like, Oh my God, I have like 10 spatulas. No worries. Just write it all down inside the assessment. Get a good sense of like what, what you're actually using on an everyday basis versus rarely used and start to separate in your mind the things that are frequently used from rarely used. That's the number one thing that I see. The number one mistake I see is that people are mashing all that stuff together and instead of separating it and the easiest kitchens, the most joyful kitchens to be in, they separate the things that you barely use from the things you use all the time. Okay. And we want it to be accessible and visible. That's the key. Accessible and visible, not just stored inside of a cabinet. So that's the first thing we do is assess the kitchen. We assess the volume of the stuff you have, the types of things you have. And that includes both all of your utensils, all of your plates and your food items, right? How you're using your pantry. If you have one where, how much food is inside of the actual cabinets, right? Most of my women are storing food 
inside of their regular kitchen cabinets because they either don't have a pantry or the pantry cabinet is a really poorly designed cabinet that does not make it easy to organize. And so again, that's not your fault, right? It's not your fault if the pantry sucks and it's very difficult to keep it organized. So, but we keep track of like, do you have 15 cereal boxes, jumbo size cereal boxes, or do you have none like me? I don't really eat cereal. Do you drink a lot of tea and you have 25 little tea boxes? Uh, again, I don't drink any tea. Or are, do you work out a lot and you have a bunch of big shake mixes and protein powders? Okay. Those take up a different type of space. They're a different size and shape and volume. So we want to know what the stuff is that you're actually using, right? The kitchen is here to make your life easier. Okay. The kitchen is here to make it easy for you to be a human being. Okay. So we, why not just design the cabinets around what you already are using, right? And then plan a little bit for the future. So in all my designs, I'm always kind of future pacing a little bit. Like if you are a woman who has um, littles, right? This would be a very common person in my program. Maybe she's a, a newer mom, a young mom um, who has, you know, littles under nine years old, right? And so those little kids eat and do stuff with a lot greater frequency, right? They're snacking multiple times a day. They're, you're washing stuff all the time. You're sterilizing stuff all the time. If you have babies, there's bottles everywhere. And there's just a lot of activity in the kitchen, right? Lots of constant, frequent stuff happening, but it's all the same repetitive stuff. It's usually the same types of utensils you're using or appliances you're using or food you're using. So knowing that we can build something so that it's very easy for you to get to that stuff, but then also plan that eventually those kids are going to be in grade school and they're not going to need the same level of frequency of stuff, right? Um, conversely, you might be retired, you might be a retired prof professional, maybe, or maybe your kids have all have grown up and they're in college and they only come home on the weekends or they only come home like every couple of months or, or, you know, twice a year or something. And then you have a big kitchen and everything's kind of full for a week or so, but then it's not really like that during the rest of the time. So all of those little like sways that come in our life, those ups and downs and and in volume increases and decreases, we want to just know that, right? Instead of like, acting like the kitchen is going to like magically do that for us. We want to be thinking about proactively, how can we make the new kitchen actually do that? Okay. So that's all part of the kitchen assessment phase. We spend quite a bit of time on this inside the program and it's a really fun, it's, it's quite liberating for most women. They really, um, they really enjoy this part, right? They've never really thought about their kitchens in this way. And it lets, it gives them a little bit of time to really like step back a bit and really think about like, do I really need 35 spatulas when I use the same one or two every single day throughout the week? Do I really need all 35, right? <laughs> or if I have some that are like specialty ones for entertaining or what, at Christmas or when I do like game night or something like that, maybe I could store those in a different location that because I'm barely using them, right? But they're taking it, they're creating a lot of clutter in my drawer. And so everyday little, little micro irritations are happening, right? So again, the kitchens are there to work for us so we can make it be what we want it to be. So that's step one, kitchen assessment. 
Uh, step two is typically the part that you guys are excited about, the design phase. And so after we've assessed what we have, um, now we move into the design phase. And in the design phase, again, it's different than how most people do it. I'm not designing what it looks like on the outside. The first thing we do is design the layout because this is the most critical part. We need to know where the new cabinets are going. And specifically, we need to put those seven items spread throughout the kitchen, right? Now, this may be part of the design phase is deciding, are you going to do a reface? Are you going to do a custom cabinet build? Are you going to do semi-custom? Are you going to do RTA, which is ready to assemble cabinets? What type of cabinets are you going to do? And specifically, how are those cabinets going to work with those seven items, right? We really want to solve the problems that are in the kitchen right now and optimize the layout first. We do not move forward with anything visual as far as like the design, the pretty part until after we figured out the layout. And this is the part that most women struggle with. Um, you know, this is the part that is sometimes the hardest to try to figure out. We have a, a pretty easy system within our program of how to do that. And we teach you two ways to create a sketch so that you can work through quickly what the optimal layout is. And I find this is a real sticking point for most women. They struggle with what is the best quote unquote design to do. And for me, that means a functional design. Um, to be clear, it's what type of cabinet, what's the cabinet going to do? And how is that going to change the functionality of the kitchen? And then we move on to making the color, picking the color, picking the door style, because we already know like where drawers are going, where doors are going, where the garbage can's going to go. Um, all that stuff has been figured out because that's the most important part. So that's the design phase. And then, and so by the time we move on to the third phase, the budget phase, you can know with confidence that you have solved the actual problems of the kitchen because you've one assessed how much you have. So you know what needs to happen with the cabinetry combined with the design phase, design layout phase, where we figure out what combination of those seven key things are going to happen and where are they actually going to go? And then you can know with confidence that by the time you move on to the color and the door style, you already know that it's going to fix the problems, right? Like you don't have to worry, is this the best layout? Is this the best quote unquote design? To me, design is not the look of the kitchen. To me, the design is the layout of the cabinets. Okay. Um, we covered this a lot more inside my challenge. So any of you that want to take, we have a new challenge coming up and you can click inside the show notes and sign up. It's free. It's a two day event where we, where I talk about a lot of this stuff in greater depth. So that's the third phase is the budget phase. So by the time we move on to the budget phase, you have a super clear idea of like how the problems just got solved, what you want it to look like. And you know, for sure that it's going to solve that you're going to have a very specific spot for everything that you have now, right? Like it's all tied together. And I know you're probably thinking right now, but isn't this what a kitchen designer is doing? I can tell you, sadly, it's not, it's not, they're not thinking of this, like in this way, they're not visualizing where all your stuff is going to go. They're not figuring out where your Ziploc bags are going to go. Um, especially like a male contractor, or a cabinet builder, these, these questions, these thoughts, these conversations never come across his lips, his mind. He never thinks about these things. Okay. 
So you, he's assuming that you just know what you want, quote unquote, know what you want, famous last words. And you're assuming that he knows what he's doing, but what he thinks he's doing is building you cabinets for what quote unquote you want, right? He is not thinking about where you're going to put your stuff. I can just tell you that. And it's kind of shocking to me in 2022, I'm recording this and I've been saying this for almost three decades and still, still I see quotes and bids. I watch people bid stuff. I watch them talk to their clients and they never have these conversations. I actually kept thinking they were just going to steal my stuff, get it from my books, whatever, and just make it their own, right? They still don't because they don't get the connection between you can just build cabinetry, but that doesn't make it functional. It has to be the right size in the right location and in the right pattern to make it actually work correctly, right? The layout is critical. So um, there's kind of an optimal way to do that in every single space. And it doesn't matter if it's small or big, you still need to understand the components of that. So no, they're not doing it. You need to do it yourself. So this budget phase is a really critical stage because by now you're really, things are starting to get real, right? You're starting to put numbers to it. And, um, for me, this is like a real turning point for most women, uh, up until now, they're just sort of dreaming about stuff and talking about stuff. And they have these huge pie in the sky dreams. And the reason why I want to get to this budget phase as quickly as possible, um, typically within like two weeks inside my program is because we want to start attaching numbers to these dreams, quote unquote dreams. So we want to know quickly what are the various costs that are associated? The biggest cost, which is typically the cabinetry, the countertops, um, and the appliances. Those are typically the most expensive. So we want to know right away, where are we going to be able to spend your budget and where are the shortfalls? And then what are the solutions? If you don't have enough money for X, Y, or Z, what, what else can we do? Right. But we don't, what we don't want to do is just keep dreaming and dreaming and dreaming about this big, beautiful, quote unquote, white kitchen that's not based on anything in any reality. And you also don't know if the, what the layout is and you don't know what's optimal and you just kind of spin there in that little cycle, right? You can't really move forward. You don't really know what the next thing is to do. So we want to get to this budget phase where we can start really putting some numbers to the actual thing we know is going to work so we can make some decisions, right? And it's pretty common um, inside the pro my program that you go back and forth between step two and three. We get some numbers, we go back to the design phase and we think, okay, so maybe, you know, maybe if, if, if the price comes to this, maybe you can't quite afford a couple of these things. So what can we do to adjust that, right? But we never want to adjust the layout. We're not adjusting the layout because that is the thing that's the functional part. That's the most important part of that DFIO process. All right, moving on from the budget phase. Now we know we've solved all the problems. We know there's a place for everything you have. We know what it's going to look like and we know how much that look is going to cost. And we've gone back and forth and tweaked a little bit to, so that we get just that perfect combination of functionality, the look of it, the pretty part and what you can afford. Okay. Now we move on to the implementation phase, which is the fourth step where we uh, work through how to actually get it done, right? How to hire contractors, if you're going to do it yourself, how to do it yourself. Um, all the things that go into the planning process for the actual start of the job, what to look out for, 
um, especially electrical and plumbing. Like there's a lot of issues there. And so we, we help with a lot of that inside of the group. And so that's my four step process assessment first design layout and colors second third budget how much those things cost and fourth implementation um so i hope that was helpful a little bit and maybe illustrative of why um you know i'm really concerned with the inside portion less with the outside portion because to me the outside portion is quite easy to figure out and and um it's just simpler than the inside portion. So, uh, I will talk to you guys later and, uh, please submit any questions you have. I'll put my email inside the show notes and you can always submit a question to the show and I will answer it live on the show. And if you have a specific thing that you're trying to figure out, please let me know. Like, I'd love to know. I'd love to start a dialogue with you. And if you're ready to take that step and you maybe want to, um, join us in our, one of our upcoming challenges and click the link in the show notes and it's free. It's almost always a two-day event. And you'll get a ton of information out of it. And uh, I hope to see you guys there. Great kitchen design and incredible functionality should not cost an arm and a leg. That's why I created Kitchen Remodel Rockstar, a membership group exclusive for women that's affordable, honest, and direct. For just $97 a month, we help you explore all those choices running around in your head, like how big is a granite slab and which color should I pick? Is porcelain better than stainless steel? And what will it cost? Should I buy a farmhouse sink in single or double bowl? Or maybe what type of cabinets should I buy? Should I buy custom? Should I do a reface? I'm really lost, right? And finally, how do I even figure out the ideal cabinet layout? Well, that and so much more is what we cover inside of KRR. It's like kitchen therapy, because let's face it, planning a kitchen remodel is stressful. So many decisions to make, it's hard to know who to trust. And that's where I come in. Look, my program has helped over 10,000 women across the country create their own kitchen system that blends high-end functionality with gorgeous design without overdrafting your checking account. So jump on in today and let's see how we can help you get your dream kitchen for less stress and money. Just like Jessica, Quote, I can't believe how much I learned already. This was worth the cost and it's been two days. I am so excited to start exploring countertop options now. My anxiety is completely gone. Thank you, thank you for this group. So hey, I really want to add your story one day and I hope you join because this is a safe and affordable place for women just like you to explore what they want to create in their dream kitchen and get straightforward answers in real time. Just think, for $97, there's no more waiting or wondering if you're making the right decision. Now you will feel confident in every single choice and know that you have created the best dream kitchen you can for you. I hope to see you inside the club today. Go over to krr.com to sign up. That's kitchenremodelrockstar.com today.